President Biden sounding off on the war between Israel and Hamas in a sweeping interview with 60 Minutes. The president touched on bringing the American hostages home and whether U.S. troops could be sent into combat. Also talked about the crucially needed humanitarian quarter in Gaza and his message to the Lebanese militant group Hezbollah. We're saying we're going to do everything in our power to find those who are still alive and set them free. Everything in our power. And uh, I'm not going to go into the detail of that, but there's, uh, we're working like hell on it. Can you foresee U.S. troops in combat in this new Middle East war? I, I don't think that's necessary. Israel has one of the finest fighting forces in the country. I guarantee we're going to provide them everything they need. You would like to see a humanitarian corridor that allows some of the two million Gazans out of the area? Yes. You would like to see humanitarian supplies brought into Gaza? Yes. So you do not agree with the Israeli total siege of the Gaza Strip? I'm confident that Israel is going to act under the major, the, the rules of war. Would you support Israeli occupation of Gaza at this point? I think it'd be a big mistake. Do you believe that Hamas must be eliminated entirely? Uh, yes, I do. But there needs to be a Palestinian authority. There needs to be a, a path to a Palestinian state. I wonder what is your message to Hezbollah and its backer, Iran? Don't. Don't, don't, don't. Don't come across the border. Don't escalate this war. That's right. Sans Christian Mampour is live in London with more. And Christian, obviously, they try to do with words everything they can to avoid a larger war. Uh, but nonetheless, Biden saying that uh, while Hamas must be eliminated, uh, reoccupying Gaza would be a mistake. How do you read between the lines here of what he's saying and most any. important, what Israel and its enemies are hearing? There aren't any lines to read between. The fact is that we do not know, and nor do the Israelis and nor do the Americans know, what the final end game is. What do you do when and if you destroy and decapitate and decimate Hamas, politically and militarily, if it's possible? Uh, what is the final uh, end game? So that is an issue. The wider war that the United States is trying to head off, uh, given that uh, Secretary of State Antony Blinken is doing a real shuttle diplomacy across all those major Middle Eastern capitals, uh, uh, that is also uh, a, a real problem. What happens? He said don't when uh, asked about Hamas, uh, rather Hezbollah and Iran. Iran's foreign minister meeting with Hamas in Qatar, having been also to meet with Hezbollah, has basically now said that Iran will not stand idly by if the airstrikes against Palestinians continue. What does that mean? The United States has already Israel, rather, has already bombed uh, airstrips in Syria, both in Damascus and in Aleppo, and there are constant skirmishes across the border. Interestingly, Israel has not said that it sees a smoking gun from Iran. Clearly, nobody wants to get into that kind of war. And then, Erin, on the humanitarian side, this is also hugely complex, because, yes, it is closed to all intents and purposes. But I've been speaking to Arab leaders and officials who are very concerned about a, quote, exodus. Where are all these Palestinians 
being pushed from northern Gaza, which is right. what Israel says it wants to capture, because they do not want to see Palestinians pushed permanently out of Gaza and then potentially never being allowed to come back. They also don't want to see that as a, um, as a precedent. What happens if certain Israelis, the right-wingers who want to have always thought, for instance, Jordan is a Palestinian homeland. They don't want to see that kind of uh, process happening yes. in the West Bank. So this is hugely complicated right now and not as simple. Uh, well, it's clearly not simple, but just the idea of humanitarian corridors yeah. is also yeah. very, very complex. Right, and strident criticism, vocal criticism of uh, the civilian situation in Gaza from the King of Jordan as well as from the leader of Egypt, uh, making it very clear how they feel there. But, Christian, uh, Antony Blinken, the Secretary of State, just came back here. So he's actually, as you and I are talking, meeting yeah. with the Israeli Prime Minister. Um, no one had expected him to come back, right? He was here at the end of last week. Uh, then he decided last night, it was announced last night, he would return. The question was, what was he returning for? Is he returning to try to get Netanyahu to, to pause or to consider or to pull back? Uh, or is he simply coming to, to, to assist in, in negotiations over border crossings? We will have a press conference from them in a few moments, but what do you really think is happening behind those closed doors, Christiane? Well, I think all of the above, frankly. Uh, the United States is trying to keep it from spilling over. It has to uh, support Israel's uh, right to self-defense, but it wants to make sure, if it's at all possible, to keep it within certain parameters. Uh, also, uh, you know, the United States is implicated. It is involved because 29 at least of its citizens have been killed and there are apparently potentially uh, Israeli-American hostages. So the U.S. is absolutely involved. But some people are, are, are cautioning, you know, the U.S. was asked, would they put boots on the ground, right, in that 60 minutes? And Biden said, don't think it's necessary. The U.S. is sending strike forces to the sea around Gaza and around Israel. What for? Is that to cover? Is that for covering fire? What is it for? And just go back all the way to 1983 when the U.S. sent warships outside Lebanon and in support of Israel was involved in that war. And it had a terrible, terrible backlash against the United States. Massive uh, uh, killings at the U.S. military barracks in Beirut and on and on and on. It was the the beginning of really serious yes. anti-American backlash in that part of the world. So that has to be considered as well. And, and also the hostages, Christiane. I mean, last night, you know, you, yeah. you point out in the 60 Minutes interview, President Biden saying no need for U.S. troops on the ground. Of course, John Kirby had, had left it on the table that when it comes to U.S. hostages, we're not going to take anything off the table as to whether you would need any kind of U.S. military power involved in that in Gaza. Now, not taking it off the table isn't the same thing as saying you're going to do it. But nonetheless, there is still that uncertainty, right? You have Americans being held hostage, and that is a whole new thing here. Well, it is. Uh, and as I say, those hostage uh, situations mostly started back there in, in Lebanon after a certain, you know, after what I just told you about. The thing is, the hostages, according to Israeli experts and, and former hostage negotiators and IDF people, they will not be able to be... Uh, you know, released or, or, or found without a ground incursion. It's only on the ground that you can get to those hostages. You already had a discussion yeah. about the parameters and the dangers of that. And the question now is, truly the question is, if it's true that some of those hostages have already been killed in airstrikes, and we haven't had confirmation, but that's what Hamas has said, is Israel's right. first uh, priority 
to save the hostages, or is it for, and I'm talking about in a ground incursion, or is it to decimate Hamas around Gaza City and in the north of Gaza? And that is a question that we don't know the answer to yet. All right, well, Christiane Amanpour, thank you very much.